It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. On the line for us right now is Patricia Miller. She is the chief of the special federal, federal, I keep messing this up, litigation division of the New York City Law Department. Special Fed is responsible for the defense of New York City law enforcement and federal civil rights actions, including members of the NYPD. Welcome, Ms. Miller. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. So tell us about your a recent case that you had that really uh, sticks in your mind. Uh, well, you know, we, we represent police officers uh, who make a decision to, to make an arrest uh, or to use force or to the ultimate decision, which is to pull a trigger. Uh, the recent one we had was a, uh, a shooting case, not, not fatal, non-fatal out of Staten Island. Uh, and the jury um, rendered a decision for the defendants, the two officers in that case, in 23 minutes. So in other words, they found that the officers did did the right thing under the circumstances. Of course, uh, the, those kinds of cases are not a an end zone dance because somebody's been been shot. But uh, it does speak to that when you present the case before a jury, you take out all the politics, you take out all the uh, advocacy groups, whatever it may be, and you just present to a jury evidence, just evidence. More often than not, they side with uh, the jury will side with police officers. At least that's been our experience here at Special Fed uh, with the Southern and Eastern Districts of New York. It seems like in the press and even among the public, it's it's always uh, the cop is the guilty one. How hard is it for you to combat that that kind of demonization of the men and women in blue that just want to go home safely to their loved ones? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right on that. You know, we provide um, and I think you hit on a good point. We provide a voice for police officers. So officers the, the men and women, the first responders that we represent, of course, we represent the city, but for those folks in particular, you know, they can't have a press conference whenever they want. Uh, they, they don't usually speak to the press. So what happens is their side of the story is never really told, which is why we take so many of our cases to trial so that the public that is eight to 10 jurors can actually hear the other side of the story. Uh, and I've had jurors say to me in the past, you know, it's the first time I've ever heard an officer actually speak. And, and we find that, you know, you, you humanize the officer. You let the jury understand what it's like to be in their shoes at the moment they do whatever the decision is that they make to do, for example, uh, using their weapon or whatever it may be. And it, and it really, I think, empowers the officers on some level uh, and it informs the public. So it gives them a voice to speak in a controlled environment with a judge presiding over it. Uh, and it informs the public. So the public has, a, instead of one side of the story, you know, with the press saying whatever the press is saying, we, we do the final chapter. This is how it ends. This is how, what the jury decided. Uh, Ms. Uh, Ms. Millard said, uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, one of hey. the great concerns you have is police officers are making a split second decision. Mm-hmm. And then it's very easy to second guess them that you should have waited longer. You should have had more opportunity. But if somebody comes out flashing a gun, what is a police officer supposed to do? What's the reasonable expectation? They're supposed to wait until the uh, the perpetrator starts shooting at them? Well, they're supposed to wait for the perpetrator to stick out his hands and say, please come and arrest me and put the handcuffs on me while your no, adrenaline pu- is pumping what, and you're seeing your life flash before your right. eyes. It's, a, it's become please, totally yeah. politicized. Well, I mean, yes, I suppose in some regard. But I, I do think that, um, you know, the officer is often, as you say, split second decision. And juries are told that, which is why it's so important to get to a controlled environment like that. We take out the politics, we take out the media, we take out of all that. And juries are told, you know, you can't do this from the comfort of your couch watching a news clip. This, you have to put yourself in the shoes of the officer at the time when they're faced with the situation that they're put in. 
you know, jur- uh, uh, police officers don't approach an individual and they're given a resume, you know, and a pack of medical records. They don't have that. They have to, as you just said, make the split second decision in a very tense moment. Uh, and, you know, to lay at their doorstep that, oh, you shouldn't have done this, you shouldn't have done that, that that's really easy to Monday morning quarterback. Uh, but we find, you know, we win about 83% of our cases. So we wow. find that 83 to 85% uh, and actually ticks up a little bit higher when we're talking about officers using deadly force or lethal force. Uh, as far as, and what I mean by that, juries finding in favor of the officers in these in these civil rights proceedings, and it, and again, it's because the officers, uh, you know, they become humanized in front of the jury. The jury has to actually look at this person. Their names on the verdict sheet, you know, and they and they 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 understand. Yep, we get it. We understand why you did what you did. Very different than what you see in the media, sort of one piece of the story. And I, I realize you folks are in the media, but you know. Right, well, you know what? That's that's the problem, is Miller. This is Craig Eaton. I'm an attorney, and I also represent a lot of police officers. And yeah, and it's a shame because today, in today's environment, the the legislature in the state have handcuffed the police, and the media demonizes the police and makes them look like the enemy. And and you know what? The police are out there, like the judge said. You're making a split second decision. And you see a gun, and then everyone, the media tries to deflect that. Bottom and come up line with is, not every cop is Derek Chauvin, the murderer yeah. no, of no, George no, Floyd. That's the problem. You know, like in any any industry, there's right. people that make mistakes, and then there's bad cops, there's bad lawyers, there's bad Absolutely. doctors. But you know what? Yeah. We we have to start. You you protect the cops, and and that's a yeoman's job, and and we appreciate that because you know what? These police officers are out there making less than what. Everyone, other officers are making around the state. They're putting their lives on the line every day for each and every one of us, and we need to support them. Agreed. And since this is a part of International Women's History Day or Women's Day, I will point out that the, the folks that work here are, are more than half of the attorneys here are women, and uh, you know, seventy-five percent uh, are management here, and we're, we're the ones that bring these cases to the to juries. Uh, and have them kind of understand from the perspective of the police officer. But I will say this, based on what you just said, if, if you don't mind, it seems to me the real question is not laying all this at the doorstep of a police officer, but the real question is what put a young man in a position where he's pointing a gun at a police officer? What in society sort of failed we're, him? We're out of time. Yeah. We would Thank love you. to have you back Thank again, Patricia. Thank you so Patricia. much. We'll have you back again because we want to hear more Patricia about this. Patricia Miller, you're fantastic. And uh, oh, this, you. you do important work, and happy International Women's Day. You certainly do a yeoman's uh, job. And thank you, Judge Weinberg. Thank you, Craig Eaton and Lydia Soranai for being here. Uh, God bless uh, New York. God bless America. And God help the people of the Ukraine. Yes.